Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T. In today's episode, we're going to talk about portion control. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. So when I say portion control, I don't mean I'm about to tell you what you need to eat in order to stay healthy. I'm about to tell you a kind of a follow-up on uh, a couple episodes ago where I talked about how much food costs and eliminating waste. So with a lot of food friendly events about to come up, a lot of food friendly holidays coming up where, you know, we're in November, it's time to, to eat, hunker down, hibernate, you know what time of year it is. It's time for the heavier foods, the more succulent dishes. You got your Thanksgivings, your Christmas, your New Year's, and then the Super Bowl will be right around the corner. These are some of the biggest eating holidays of the year. Now, we might not be able to gather like we normally would through this COVID year, but most people will still be having some sort of family event, some sort of family dinner, some family gathering that they're going to be eating at. Some group of friends is going to get together and eat, and somebody's going to cook for something, right? Somebody's going to cook for Thanksgiving, possibly. Somebody's going to cook around Christmas. Christmas isn't as big of a cooking holiday in my family, but Thanksgiving for sure. And that's the next thing we basically have coming up here. So I thought I would give some advice on how to eliminate the extra, the the overwhelming amount of food that's going to be produced to the point of where we just get sick of seeing the leftovers. And that'll probably be my follow up episode to this one is just strictly on leftovers. But right now... The point is just to get into how much is too much. So that's my first question to answer. How much is too much? This will be specific to your family or your gatherings needs, but know how many people you have. That's the first thing you need to focus on when the question how much is too much comes up. How many people are you going to have to eat all of this food? Okay, is it going to be you? Probably not. Is it going to be you and a significant other? Maybe. Is it going to be you... Your significant other, two kids, your aunts, uncles, cousins, normally that's what I have to look out for. A plethora of people. And this year is probably not going to be like that. So uh, I'll tell you a story about that. A couple years ago, um, I cooked Thanksgiving at my apartment for the first time just for, you know, myself, my wife, and my brother. So three of us. And normally I'm used to at least 25, 30 people or double that for a family gathering for Thanksgiving. We didn't have that. We had three people. But for some reason, I couldn't realize that I was cooking too much. And too much was, I think we had three different meats. So I made a a turkey roast. I think we had meatloaf and something else. I'm not sure what the other thing was. But there were three different meats. Mind you, again, there was only three people. Three different meats. And the turkey itself was three pounds of just meat so that's a pound per person of turkey not counting the meatloaf and whatever other meat i had this particular year and we had at least four sides i'm thinking there were five but there were at least four sides so again every time you add another side the portion size of that side goes down per person so we have three people we have four sides but i had enough of each side for that to be enough for each person. So if you can't keep up with everything I just said, just imagine uh, you have a plate that's already made and you have turkey, you have corn, you have macaroni and cheese on the plate already. You know, you got 
a few, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then the meat. And then you add another side. And then you add another side. And then you have one more that can't even fit on the plate. That was basically the scenario that we were at this particular Thanksgiving. We had too much. And after the three of us had eaten and gotten full, and then my brother left, and then me and my wife, I think, ate again that day, we still had enough to feed us for like the next four or five days, and then some. So at this point, you realize, well, I realize that I didn't want to eat this stuff after day two. I get tired of the leftovers after repeatedly eating them. Now I'm going to eat them in some form or fashion in order to eliminate them. And there are creative ways to get around, you know, making them a little bit different the next day. But ultimately, you're you're just eating turkey and it becomes too much. So too much is, am I going to have enough to satisfy my craving for everything that I wanted for Thanksgiving and skip out on the stuff That isn't absolutely necessary. Just because it's a tradition doesn't mean you have to have it. And I've talked about this in episode 10 with favorite foods. So just because it's a favorite or just because your family grew up on it in episode 3 talking about your family's food doesn't mean you actually have to have it for every occasion. Every year doesn't have to be a turkey for Thanksgiving. And I know that's a big tradition here in our, our country, but turkey how often do you eat turkey if it's not thanksgiving a few times a year it's overshadowed by chicken most people will eat chicken 99 percent of the time over turkey yeah ground turkey pops up every now and then you know a sliced deli turkey possibly but chicken is overwhelming favorite in the poultry category so don't be afraid to negate the staples and go for something that you're more fond of I probably could have gone without turkey a couple years ago. I, and I'm not a, you know, a huge fan of eating it now. If I do, like I said, I'll get a turkey roast, which is just a big breast that's wrapped instead of getting a whole turkey. Nobody feels like carving a turkey. I don't feel like working around the bones. It's just unnecessary. So I'd rather just do a, a small turkey roast and you know call it a day. I'd much rather actually have meatloaf, like I said, which is a favorite of mine. Um, yeah, so how much is too much? Too much is having more of what you need and more unnecessary items that you don't even really want anyway. If you're just waiting for Thanksgiving to have that item, have it earlier in the year. How about that? Have it the week before Thanksgiving. Get your get your yams out the way, your macaroni and cheese. That way you can eliminate a few of those sides that are going to take up the extra plate space when you get to Thanksgiving Day. Because Thanksgiving is already going to have enough. Somebody's going to go overboard. And it's probably going to be in my family. But it happens, you know, and we enjoy it when there's a lot of people around. Like I said, we used to have large gatherings, 50 people, and we were going to run through everything. And it was going to be divided amongst all of us to take home with us. But we're spread around the country now. And we don't have those same benefits to be able to eliminate that food as quickly. So the smaller amounts of people are going to leave larger amounts of food. So don't overwhelm yourself with leftovers in a refrigerator packed full of stuff that you don't want to eat after day two. You know, it's okay to order pizza the next day. One year, uh, this is a good idea for some of you people out there, and this will be my last, you know, deterrent from being off subject here. Uh, But one year we had Thanksgiving um, down south with one of my family members, and it was a lot of us there. So we had a lot of food, a lot of food. But one of my aunts had came in from out of town, and the next day she made huge pans of lasagna and peach cobbler for dessert. So these were things we hadn't had the day before 
for Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving, we had a lot of the traditional stuff, turkey, mashed potatoes, you know, gravy, all that stuff. And then the next day we had lasagna. That was our meal for that Friday. And it broke up the monotony of having those same things you're used to eating every Thanksgiving all the time. So now we had something completely different. And then, you know, that Saturday and Sunday, we could go back and, you know, reindulge in some of the Thanksgiving stuff, but we still had something that would break it up. Keep that in mind when you get ready to do your family gatherings and you have the same traditional stuff. There's going to be somebody who doesn't want to eat that stuff the next day. And don't, you know, discourage them from wanting something different just because you have a lot of stuff left over. Cook less or, you know, break it up the next day. Break it up the next day. Order pizza. Like I said, uh, lasagna, Chinese, whatever it is. Those people reopen on Friday. Trust me, they're open. So it's not like you had to eat that stuff because everybody was closed for the holiday. Those restaurants are reopening on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They want that business. Black Friday, they know you're going to be out. I know more people are online shopping, and this is probably the year to boost it even more, considering you don't want to be around a huge crowd. But trying something different after you've had the traditional fixings of the holiday is a great way to break up the monotony of those abundance of leftovers that you'll have left. Um, going along with the portion control theme and having too much and knowing how much is too much, also think about the people that are going to be there. Is the group that you're catering to as far as food going to be adults? Is it kids? Is it, you know, a lot of picky eaters who only eat certain things? Is it uh, a group of hungry teenagers or 20-year-olds who are eating twice their body weight in food? You know, is it small kids that are barely going to touch anything? Is it older people who eat, you know, less or, you know, have very picky palates? You want to keep that in mind as well. But you also don't want to over lean towards those people. Make them come to your side, especially if you're the one cooking. Never make a lot of one thing just because one person uh, has a preference towards it. So if one person is vegetarian and you make the entire menu vegetarian or somebody doesn't like pork, so you avoid putting bacon in everything, make sure you have something, especially if you actually like this person, you might want to, you know, have something for them to eat. But have something for them to eat that they can make a complete plate off of. So two or three items that they can touch and that doesn't mean making them specifically for them to like so you don't have to make vegetarian this pork free that hey that doesn't have you know dairy in it or this doesn't have pork in it you can eat these three things but there's still things that people like you know making your greens for the holidays with smoked turkey instead of you know ham hocks or whatever just small considerations that will keep everybody happy including the person that has the preferences or allergy or pickiness but not overly indulging so that you have to miss out on something you don't want to have to make two of something just to make sure you get yours and they get theirs so keeping that uh in mind as well i touched about this a little bit in that last rant but favorites people's favorites will go fast and when it comes down to the numbers of this for instance i just did a, a party for somebody's birthday where it was about 15 people and they had two meats a starch a veg and a dessert so with them having two meats, I now can divide the amount of food that they're going to eat between those two items. So they had salmon and they had tenderloin. You don't make enough so that somebody can have, 
you know, eight ounces of tenderloin and eight ounces of salmon because most people aren't eating more than eight ounces of meat total on the plate. So I did enough for six ounces of each for each person, which is more than they need. But I didn't make a lot more beef than I did salmon. I made about equal amounts because the beef tasted better to some people and the salmon tasted better to some people. And the beef they actually said was their favorite. But I don't make a lot more of one and not of the other. Because what happens if the salmon runs out? Now everybody goes towards the beef and, you know, they eat through all of that. Make what you make and let the people decide what they're going to eat. Because if they're hungry enough. They'll eat what's left, okay? Or they'll leave, you know? And sometimes you're ready for them to get out anyway. So go ahead and make what you want. Once it's out, if they want to leave, peace out. So they can have what they want. But that, that, that was also applying to not just the meats, but the starches and the vegetables. Don't skimp out on the vegetables and starches just to load up on the meats. And again, going back to the episode 16 of how much foods cost, meat costs more. It's just a simple thing that most people should realize. Meat costs more than the vegetables and the starches. And you don't want to have all meats or all proteins or all organic foods if, you know, whatever. And not enough vegetables and starches because you're going to have to completely add into that later. And then all your leftovers are going to be a bunch of meats and stuff. Or when you run out of vegetables and starches, people are just going to start eating up all the meat. And if nothing else, I want to keep all that because that's easily savable to make meals out of later. I can save a bunch of extra leftover turkey or beef or ham or whatever it is and freeze it and turn it into something later. Stews and chilies and soups and whatever. Meat can go a long way and you can save it and freeze it. Those sides probably aren't going to freeze that well for the most part. There are some that do, but most that don't. You keep your meats, let them have the starches and the vegetables and call it a day. This episode is much shorter. Um, I'll have another follow episode about leftovers and some ideas that I have about what you can do with those and some stories to tell you about leftovers in my experience. But I'll do an episode kind of highlighting some Thanksgiving ideas and foods the week before Thanksgiving so that it's not hitting you the day before Thanksgiving. So you have some time to kind of ponder those and implement them when you see fit. Uh, but thank you for listening to my rant on some portion control. Check out yourfoodlooksfunny.com for the two recipes that I have up there. I still haven't put up a new one yet, but I'm going to, I promise, sooner than later. Also, donate to the show on there, and I'll check you guys out on the next episode.